TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is live coverage from ABC News. Here is ABC News correspondent Alex Stone. Police in New York about to hold a news conference updating us on the case of the bombs planted around New York and New Jersey. In the past couple of hours, 28-year-old Ahmed Rahami arrested after a shootout with police in Linden, New Jersey. He is the man suspected of planting the bombs. ABC's Aaron Kuturski is in the room at NYPD headquarters where this is about to begin. Aaron, hello to you. And Alex, good afternoon. We're told that uh, the charges have already been drawn up against Ahmed Rahami, and we expect the federal prosecutors to participate along with police after the dramatic shootout involving Ahmed Rahami in Linden, New Jersey. He was injured currently at the hospital and we're told not cooperating with authorities. In fact, he wouldn't even give his name. We're told authorities had to use DNA and other records to identify him. There is a big poster at the front of the room on either side of the podium where the police and other officials are going to speak with his picture and a big banner that says apprehended, Alex. The apprehended posters in that room right now as we await the police commissioner who, by the way, just today, James O'Neill, the commissioner in New York City, just sworn in officially this morning after taking his post uh, on Friday and then this happening on Saturday. Mayor Bill de Blasio also uh, likely to speak here as we see him entering the room right now. They just came from that swearing-in ceremony. That's why this was delayed by about an hour and a half from that initial time. All of this unfolding in the last couple of hours, the capture of Rahami after he was shot in a shootout in Linden, New Jersey. Hey, he was seen a conscious being so put into the ambulance. Let's listen from, in now uh, to the commissioner. NYPD. It's Tommy Galati, Bobby Boyce, Jimmy Waters, Carlos Gomez, Ben Tucker. We have Vanessa Gibson from the city council, Cy Vance from the Manhattan DA's office, Preet Barrar from the Southern District, John Miller, and Bill Sweeney from the FBI. So it's been an extremely busy two days, uh, obviously, and many people have worked intensely, tirelessly, relentlessly, and seamlessly in, in this investigation into the bombings that occurred in New York City and New Jersey. Um, and it's came out successful. So today, uh, our efforts were successful, uh, thanks to the brave police officers from uh, the Linden, New Jersey Police Department. They captured this dangerous individual, Ahmad Khan Romani, right here. However, in doing so, we had uh, two police officers that were injured out in, uh, in, in Linden, New Jersey, and I wish their best and hopefully a speedy recovery. This is another example of what law enforcement does every day. They put themselves in harm's way to protect others, regardless of the risks. And this all started on, uh, on Saturday. I went down to that uh, scene on 23rd Street, see the, uh, the devastation from the blast, and the response by not only the NYPD, by the FBI, the uh, ATF, the fire department, by EMS, Port Authority, the state police, uh, they went. Uh, they all went to the danger. And uh, you know, for my first day on the job, uh, it's my first day on this job, but certainly not my first day on the job. I was just so proud of what I saw that day, the work that was done, and how it was done together. Uh, all the agencies, just the level of cooperation was uh, was, was impressive. 
Uh, with, we're joined today, as I said, uh, by the Assistant Director in Charge of the New York FBI Office, Bill Sweeney. He'll give you some details about the investigation, but you do need to understand that this case is very much active. It's still very much active. Our primary focus has been to identify and apprehend a person responsible for these crimes. Now that we have this suspect in custody, the investigation can focus on other aspects, such as whether this individual acted alone and what his motivations may have been. So before turning this over to Mayor de Blasio, I want to offer my personal thanks to everyone who worked so excep exceptionally in bringing this individual to justice. Uh, it's a pretty tough way to start uh, in my new position as police commissioner. But again, as I've always been, I'm uh, so proud to be a member of this uh, agency, the New York City Police Department. Mr. Mayor. Thank you very much, Commissioner. Well, I want to also say our first responders from the very beginning of this situation uh, performed with extraordinary skill and courage. NYPD and all other city agencies, our state partners, our federal partners, I want to thank them all. I also share deep concern for the two officers in New Jersey, and we are hoping they will have a very speedy recovery. Uh, this is a situation where we have rapidly unfolding uh, information. You're going to hear some from us now. I'm sure there'll be a lot more to say in the coming days. As per usual, there are some things we're not going to be able to talk about, and I want to say that up front, but we'll do our best to tell you what we can give you. Um, I want to also note up front, uh, I received a call a few hours ago from President Obama. He uh, wanted me to tell the people of New York City how much he admired the resilience of the people of New York City, how uh, our people handled this crisis uh, from moment one with strength and resilience. And I was so impressive that people were back to business yesterday and today. Uh, in addition, of course, the President offered his congratulations to our first responders for all they had done. Now, we have, as I said, a lot more information, and it's coming in all the time. We have so much more information, obviously, than we even had a few hours ago. Based on the information we have now, we have every reason to believe this was an act of terror. Uh, we will be going into some detail, and there is still a long uh, investigation ahead. But now we have, uh, as I said, every reason to believe this was an act of terror. Uh, in addition, want to note that because this is an ongoing investigation, all New Yorkers should remain vigilant. At any given point, New Yorkers may uh, find a piece of information, hear a conversation, see something that could very much aid the NYPD, the FBI, and our partners. want all New Yorkers to be vigilant and to provide that information if you get it at any given point in time. A reminder, you, you call 1-800-577-TIPS with any information you have. We activated earlier today a messaging system used by our Office of Emergency Management that allowed us to get information out to all New Yorkers across the board. Uh, and it had an extraordinary effect, also reached many people in the metropolitan area. Uh, we were able to reach all of our police officers simultaneously because of the technology they have now as well. Uh, that is something that proved to be very helpful in this instance, getting that message out broadly, putting everyone on alert in a mutual way. Uh, we believe that was very helpful in this equation, but there is still uh, information that we'll need going forward. So I want people to be patient because it will be an ongoing investigation. I want people to be vigilant. And finally, as I said, even though this suspect is uh, apprehended, I've said over the last 24 hours, we will have a very strong and visible NYPD presence. 
because of this incident and obviously because of the United Nations General Assembly. So you will continue to see throughout the week a strong visible NYPD presence, especially from our critical response command, our strategic response group. You will see heavily trained uh, officers and well-armed officers. Uh, you will see people in our officers in the subway. You will see uh, bags being checked, uh, bomb-sniffing dogs. That will continue throughout the week, and we want that high level of readiness, of course, from the NYPD. So I ask all New Yorkers, continue your vigilance, continue to share information with law enforcement. And I want to thank Assistant Director Sweeney for the exceptional work and the great cooperation of the FBI in this matter. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Good afternoon. Since the last briefing we provided you yesterday, hundreds of personnel from the New York and Newark, New Jersey JTTFs, along with the NYPD Detective Bureau, have been working around the clock developing and tracking leads, reviewing surveillance footage, employing sophisticated investigative techniques, and executing searches. Based on our evidence collection and supported by other analysis, the JTTFs began to focus on Ahmad Khan Rahami, working to develop his whereabouts and possible locations for surveillance. Last night, the JTTF conducted a traffic stop of a vehicle near the Verrazano Bridge in Brooklyn. That vehicle had been observed by JTTF personnel at a location associated with Rahami. Based on the totality of circumstances, the JTTF executed a stop of that vehicle. The passengers in the car were questioned by JTTF agents and detectives. No one in that car is under arrest. Based on our evidence collection, supported by other analysis, searches and interviews were conducted at residence, residences in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Additional leads were followed as well, and we turned to the public this morning for assistance, initially using a more recent photo of Rahami. A short time ago, as you know, Rahami was arrested in Linden, New Jersey. Two Linden police officers were injured while apprehending him, and our thoughts are with them, and we hope for their quick recovery. We will continue to conduct investigative activity to ensure we completely understand Rahami's social network. For that reason, I do not plan to answer specific questions about our techniques or our knowledge of the devices, other than that we have directly linked Rahami to devices from New York and from Saturday in New Jersey. The work of the first responders, law enforcement personnel, and the contributions of an engaged public have been exceptional. Thank you. Uh, so obviously, a lot has happened over the last uh, 40 or so hours. I want to add my comments to those of those uh, of the people sitting standing behind me. Condolences to the officers uh, and the victims in New York. Uh, I believe there's going to be a charge <clears throat> probably lodged based on the shooting of the officers in Linden, New Jersey, by the local prosecutor there in Union County. While that is pending and the defendant is being held, uh, you can expect that uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office here perhaps the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, in New Jersey will be working to put together uh, as comprehensive and thorough a collection of allegations as makes sense. Uh, we, have, we are not rushing against each other to bring charges. We have been all racing together to try to catch 
the perpetrator here, and that's now been done. But we're going to take a lot of care and a lot of time to make sure that if we bring charges federally in the Manhattan uh, District Court, that we do it in a way that's careful and thorough. Thanks. We have no knowledge, but the investigation continues. No, we're not ruling anything out. The investigations take a while. The evidence collection at different scenes takes some time. So we're absolutely not ruling anything out. And who was in that car that you pulled over? I'm not going to comment on that. Could you please speak to whether there, there are cells now under investigation? Anything that at least gives us some inkling of where this investigation might be now? Sure. The question about cells, I have no indication that there is a cell operating in the area or in the city. The investigation is ongoing, so as we develop more information, we continue to go, but I have no indication that there is a cell operating here. I believe it was a help. I don't know that for fact myself, uh, but I believe that's what initiated the call to the Linden PD, but you would have to confirm that with New Jersey. No, I don't have any information on that at all yet. I won't comment on the types of tools we use other to say that the tools in the city are fabulous. They're exceptional. They're necessary. I'd leave the other comments to the commissioner. So a lot of technology involved in this, but uh, a lot of good old-fashioned police work, too. I mean, between the FBI and the NYPD, the members of the Joint Terrorism Task Force, uh, this is a pretty quick turnaround. And this happened 50 hours ago, and, and we have our, our suspect in custody. So I think it's a tremendous job by all involved. I think the uh, the alert system is very very helpful to, to the police department and the FBI in this and, and in other instances also. It gets everybody involved. It's that sense of shared responsibility. And there's 36,000 of us, number of FBI agents, but if we can get everybody in the city engaged in helping us keep us safe, I think this is the way to go. This is the future. Dean? I'm not going to, I won't comment uh, specifically on something from the pressure cooker that led us somewhere. Any piece of evidence that we obtain, whether it's a piece, a fragment, something whole, uh, is worthwhile. So uh, I would leave it at that. Alicia? Uh, Commissioner, was there anything significant about the particular day on Saturday that you know of? Lisa, that's all going to be part of the investigation. You know what the motivation was? We don't have that yet. And again, this is going to be part of uh, as we go forward here. I don't. I do. Uh, I don't have information that we're actively looking for any kind of device at all. 
but we keep all options open and the investigation is ongoing. So we'll see what we see. There's nothing to indicate that currently he was on his on our radar. We had a report of a domestic incident some time ago. Uh, that was the the allegations were recanted, and I don't have any other information. We'll keep digging. Yes, he was invited. Uh, yes, we're working with him. Uh, obviously, we got together at the site uh, yesterday and spoke to uh, folks in the community. A lot of close coordination with the state, with the federal government, et cetera. Uh, and I think we're all, you know, you can see the results of this kind of combined effort. And as the commissioner said, including the people very deeply in helping us uh, get to the solution here has made a huge difference. So high-level coordination. Uh, you can ask his team about that. I don't have, I do not, the question about radicalization, I do not have information uh, yet to show uh, what the path of radicalization was. Uh, your first question was about a record. Uh, to be honest, I currently do not recall what I read on the record. I'd have to get back to you. There was a remark, I think, by, by Donald Trump who said uh, law enforcement officials should probably go back to some type of uh, profiling in order to prevent things like this. I'm wondering if you're going to address the idea of a widespread sort of look for the I think we right now are addressing a specific crisis, and I think even though it's a perfectly fair question, I don't think we want to talk about partisan politics at this point. I would say I'm very, very proud of the work of the NYPD and the FBI and the way they have so quickly found this suspect and the kind of cooperation that's going on. So I, I have a lot of faith in law enforcement and how they do things right now. So, Marsha, at, at this point, uh, we are extremely grateful that we're able to apprehend uh, the, the suspect out in, in Linden, New Jersey. Uh, as, I, as I always say, we always have to be in a state of alert in, in New York City. We are the number one target in the world. But as far as this investigation and working again with the FBI, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a lot I'm a lot happier today than I was yesterday. So I think all New Yorkers should feel secure that uh, the NYPD and all the other law enforcement agencies in New York City will continue to keep them safe and will continue in this investigation to make sure that uh, we get to get to know who was involved and, and why, which are the important things. Sure. Let me just add to that real quick. Marsha, um, first of all, there is uh, no other individual we're looking for at this point in time, and that's very important to answer your question. Uh, second, uh, vigilance is called for. And it's very, very important if people see anything unusual, particularly an unattended package, that they report it immediately. Call it in or find uh, a law enforcement officer. So uh, I think Commissioner is exactly right. We are very, very appreciative for all the men and women who did this work to get this suspect, but we want to remain vigilant. The apprehension, uh, myself, I'm definitely much more relieved than I was last night. 
the fact that he survived is excellent, both from an investigative value and from the fact that we didn't lose a life. No, I can't. I can't tell you who he is. We're going to have to build out that that whole picture, and I don't have enough knowledge in my own head right now to fill that all out. Uh, in New Jersey, most recently, but I would I would have to go back and look at address history, and I'm I'm not in a position to do that right here. No, not right now. Um, several questions there, obviously. Uh, we think it's a very valuable tool. Uh, we think it created a lot of focus and urgency. Um, our law enforcement colleagues, including our colleagues in New Jersey, will be able to fill in the blanks for you on exactly what the positive effect was. But from what we know right now, it definitely contributed uh, to the successful apprehension of this suspect. Uh, this is a tool we will use again in the future in similar situations. There obviously was uh, an imminent threat, and it was a very appropriate situation in which to use it. And I think it is uh, another example of the innovation that's going on uh, with NYPD and OEM, uh, that there was a way to reach people uh, different from the past, no more a, a wanted poster you know, on, a, on the precinct house wall. Uh, this is a modern approach that really engaged the whole community. So yes, we will use it in the past. I think the reason it was used in this case was the specific potential danger, and it made sense to uh, do a very broad alert. I'm going to let uh, Chief Boyce talk about that. To answer your question, we identified, well, we have a video of two persons who picked up the bag, took the, um, the device out of it, and then walked off with the bag. Now, we went back to see where they came from. They looked like uh, there were two gentlemen just strolling the, uh, up and down 7th Avenue at the time. We have no information that would link them to this at all. However, we still want to talk to them, obviously. We're considering them witnesses right now. Once they picked up the bag, uh, they seemed incredulous. They had actually picked us up off the street, and they walked off with it. So we're, we'll find out. We'll put their images out. Hopefully, we can get them identified. NJ Burkett, NJ Burkett. Yes, uh, to clarify, uh, Commissioner, based on what you said That's all going to be part. Right now, we have who we need to have, and that's uh, NJ. As we go forward in this investigation, uh, that that's part of what we do. Right, we're going to talk to family, talk to friends, and see what the connections are. This is this is part of an investigation. Right now, we're not actively seeking anyone. Yeah, it's a good question. It's to be determined once we speak to them. Uh, it's, it's difficult to say right now if they at all inadvertently, perhaps, even even pulled the wire. So that's that's something for us when we talk to them when we go forward. Can't say that now because I don't know if they played a role or not. Uh, again, with the Central Park, we're about to that. From what we have now, from what we know now, two separate incidents, completely 
two different devices, wholly different, all right, and, and, and a couple months apart. So we're always rethinking Central Park because it's a still open case. The other question I can't answer for you, I, Mr. Sweeney might be able to, to answer that question. No, I'm not willing to say that. I'm not going to describe the uh, device and how it would work. Five individuals from last night are not still in custody, and I'm not going to discuss uh, what they could face in the potential future. Uh, the question is about it. Did the subject make any statements during the apprehension today? No, uh, not that I'm aware of. But New Jersey and the team from the Newark JTTF are out there, uh, so that will continue as well. Now that's uh, that's the world we're living in now. Any any street, any incident in New York City, you get to uh, most of the time that gets captured on on video surveillance. So, uh, as we go through the investigation, as we continue to gather more uh, surveillance video, it's it's going to help us uh, move forward with this case and, and make sure that uh, this this suspect, uh, this subject, uh, is brought to justice and uh, pays the maximum price. Two more So in understanding how to reach a terrorism charge in a criminal investigation, you have to understand the difference between um, a bomb going off in a crowded street in New York City is a terrifying act. Whether that's an act of terrorism requires that you find out who did it, which is something we didn't know um, at the, the early stages of yesterday, and then why they did it in order to meet the statutory requirements. The basic definition of terrorism um, on the federal law side is the use of fear, violence, or intimidation, or the threat of to achieve political or social change. From the outset of this case, our first priority was to understand who was behind it and to identify that person and bring that person into custody. Our ability to see through the rest of that optic, which is why they did it, uh, what was behind it, and whether it was terrorism, required us first to understand who did it. The searches uh, conducted last night, um, the interviews uh, being conducted today, the broadening understanding um, about the suspect who's in custody right now um, for the shooting um, of a police officer or police officers is uh, going to be the part that brings the elements forward that will um, eventually result in a charge, and it will be laid out in those charging documents. So that's, that's kind of the process piece um, behind your question of how do you get from, from there to terrorism. And uh, the amount of progress that was made in 24 hours um, between the work of the JTTF, uh, the Intel team, um, some extraordinary work by the Detective Bureau in terms of surging 
the number of people um, to do the video canvas in the immediate area and then expand that out in concentric circles to develop the elements that brought us to the identification of this person um, were all the, the steps to get us there. So that's a question that, as Bill Sweeney has said, it'll be part of the investigation, but those pieces are still being gathered. The question is about how do we link the uh, device at Seaside Park to the device in Jersey. Uh, the only thing I can say about how we do that is through evidence and analysis, and I, I can't go beyond that. Officials in New York City briefing the media on the bombing situation in New York and New Jersey. Mayor Bill de Blasio saying every reason to believe this was an act of terror. Bill Sweeney with the New York office of the FBI saying this case is moving very quickly, identifying Ahmed Rahami and locating his family members in a traffic stop last night. The FBI is working now to better understand Rahami's social network, but Rahami has been identified and linked to the bombs in New York and in New Jersey. You're listening to live coverage from ABC News. ABC News analyst and former head of the FBI's L.A. office, Steve Gomez, is joining me. And Steve, how important, and you spent a lot of time in counterterrorism, is it now to work on that social circle to see who Rahami had been spending time with, who he was close to? Well, that's the most important thing at this point. He's now in custody. And uh, even though uh, what was described is that he was probably working alone, they, they need to confirm all of that. It, it appears maybe he was the, uh, the, the one that, that committed all of these, uh, these acts uh, in Jersey and in uh, New York City. But, but you always have to believe that there's the potential for associates, supporters, and so on, because that that's the nature of terrorism acts. I mean, it's not usually just one person, although we have seen many lone wolves in the last two years. So that's something that they are going to have to concentrate on. And it goes back to the 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 base the, the, as, as they were talking about, you know, good police work, but most importantly with technology, because now the online presence that these suspects tend to have, you know, where they're using emails, Twitter, you know, various applications, smartphone applications, they're going online, they're doing research and so on. So those footprints that they leave on the Internet, on their own online profile, become very important. And the FBI saying there's no information. There is a terror cell in the area. ABC's Aaron Katursky is joining us. And you heard a lot of questions there from Aaron to the officials in the room and uh, Aaron, at this point, they're saying they don't think that there is a bigger threat. They're not looking for anybody else right now, but they can't be 100% certain that he wasn't working with somebody else. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of questions. Not, not a whole lot of answers, Alex, but I think uh, that you heard the, the police commissioner, James O'Neill, uh, say that he is uh, comfortable that we have who we need to have, and they're not actively seeking anyone else. And that may be part of why you heard the mayor say that uh, New Yorkers can, can rest a little bit easier. There is still, however, a fairly sizable security presence in the streets here because of this, because of the U.N. General Assembly. So they're not letting down their guard. And as we saw, that there was you know, this seemingly came out of nowhere. Uh, and now what the mayor calls uh, an almost certain act of terror has led to this stepped-up security presence. But these devices were left in places that the authorities can't really seem to figure out. You heard them say that there was no particular 
significance to the timing of Saturday, to the locations uh, here in New York or, or in Seaside Park, and they won't say why they believe the same alleged bomber is linked to both. Now, sources are telling us uh, Rahami this morning not cooperating with agents, will not answer questions. He's been unwilling to even give his name. Agents are using DNA and other means to ID him and determine with certainty whether he's connected to those explosives, but they believe he is connected. I'm Alex Stone, and you've been listening to live coverage from ABC News. ABC News, honored. Winner for the third straight year with the Edward R. Murrow Award for Overall Excellence in Television and Radio. ABC News, America's number one news choice. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.